Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. How to Fight a Spirit of Self-Satisfaction, as read by the author, Jason Cherry. There are many reasons Christians might find themselves filled with the spirit of self-satisfaction, anytime God permits them to participate in a great achievement. This week, we celebrate the first anniversary of Trinity Reformed Church. In our wish to stay humble and give God the credit, we don't deny that the planning of this church is a great achievement. God will build His church. As Christians, we become accustomed to a great God doing great things. But we do deny that we should be self-satisfied, or that we are the cause, or that God is finished with His work. We'd be wise to strategically fight a spirit of self-satisfaction, which is when someone is too pleased with themselves and their accomplishments. Self-satisfaction seeks fulfillment independent from God. It manifests as smug complacency. In addressing this question, the application is broader than Trinity Reformed Church. The temptation towards self-satisfaction comes in many shapes and sizes, when parents raise godly children, when entrepreneurs start successful businesses, or when young athletes win victory. There are three facts to review that make God's work of planning Trinity Reformed Church, TRC, a remarkable achievement. First, God planted TRC in an expanding secular age. By secular, we mean a view of life in which God is not referenced. The secular world is framed by eminence rather than transcendence. In this frame, tall and thick walls are built around the human imagination, such that the natural world points to nothing more than nature, and human rulers are grounded in nothing more than social sciences. The world is closed and self-sufficient. Meaning is relocated from the external to the internal. Secular society is a collection of individuals free to believe the promises of their private lusts. The good life is reduced to wellness, equity, and endless entertainment. It is a melu where the expectation of eternity and God are disappearing. People everywhere are discharged of reverence for transcendent things. Such an ideal is the exact opposite of Christianity. The second fact to review is that God planted TRC in a world that has played fast and loose with the definition of sin. This expanding secular age has a convenient scapegoat. People are now preoccupied with the sins of others. Entire ideologies now seek to whip up the masses into a fervor of white-hot indignation against the so-called injustice of statistical inequalities among groups. By peddling invented sins and then ascribing those sins to everyone else, people have lost sight of, first, the definition of actual sins, and second, the presence of those sins in their own lives. This is how people miss the glory of the gospel. It is only, if only your sin earns punishment, that I don't need a savior. The third fact to review in the planning of Trinity Reformed Church is that God planted TRC in a pandemic and the church grew while many other churches shrank. We may be tricked into thinking we are responsible for a great achievement. We may neglect to thank the Lord for the favor he has shown. Churches everywhere put down their weapons. 
forsook gathering for Lord's Day worship and unwittingly made common cause with the world. When they finally began worshiping again, in many cases, they were fewer in number. Because of God's favor, TRC had the courage and faithfulness to continue worshiping. This fact alone may be enough to tempt the members of TRC into self-satisfaction. So how do we fight the spirit of self-satisfaction? Two ways. First, remember who we are and who God is. Self-satisfaction is the result of a deadly combination where man thinks more highly of himself and less highly of God than he ought. This deadly combination needs to be replaced with a living one where we see the majesty of Jesus Christ and the sinfulness of man. The deadly combination produces self-congratulatory pomp. The living combination produces the conviction of sin. The deadly combination is such because it makes one forget his dependence on the Savior Jesus Christ. The living combination is such because it reinforces dependence on Jesus. The second way to fight the spirit of self-satisfaction is to remember the nature of the kingdom. Since another characteristic of self-satisfaction is a sense of completion, we would do well to remember that God's work carries on for a thousand generations. See Deuteronomy 7.9 and 1 Chronicles 16.15. God is not done growing His church or His kingdom. It starts small and grows big. See Mark 4.30-32. God's been expanding His kingdom for 2,000 years. As TRC looks back upon our first year with thankfulness, we turn eagerly to the future. As we look back, we pray with gratitude for what God has started. As we look forward, we pray with anticipation for an outburst of the Spirit's power, confident of the continued expansion of the influence of Christ's church in North Alabama. What will that influence look like? Well, that part of the story is yet to be written. In the meantime, we must not fritter away what God has built. We encourage you to use the depth of your sanctified imagination to ask God to expand Christ's influence in Huntsville, Alabama. As you pray, don't forget that you pray to a God who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.